of that beautiful reading. I don't know about you, but I find it all too easy to become complacent about food. I've been fortunate enough always to have food in the cupboard, even when I was a student and lived on fish finger sandwiches. And I've always been a notoriously fussy eater, as my husband will testify. In fact, shockingly so, I've always been really, really fussy. So much so that my mother used to take me to the doctors because she was worried that I wasn't eating enough. I just wasn't a fan of food growing up. I just didn't like it. I ate just enough to function, and that was about it. Didn't think about food. My husband guy thinks about food, wakes up, thinks about what he's going to do for supper, cooks it, shops for it. I'm very, very blessed. But I don't think about it very much. So when it comes to celebrating harvest, I find myself genuinely astonished by the choice and variety that we have. Harvest is a good time to stop and think and look around at all the blessings that we have. To look at God's abundance in his provision for us. At our families, our friends, our material possessions and our food. Through God's grace, he has given us much more than we deserve. But I guess that's the point of grace, isn't it? As we look around us and count our blessings, it sharpens our focus on those that don't seem to have as much as we do. We start looking outside ourselves and see the injustice of those that struggle day by day. Injustice was pretty near the top of Jesus' agenda when he walked amongst us. And as Christians, as followers of Christ, is it near the top of ours? It's deeply challenging, isn't it? I personally find it deeply challenging. The world is big, we are small. The problems are vast and almost incomprehensible. Where do we start? Well... There are organisations that we can support that make a huge difference, some of which we support here as a church. Tear Fund are supporting the crisis in Indonesia, where more than 1,400 people have lost their lives, more than 70,000 are displaced. They're working with the churches on the ground who are pulling together to reach those who have lost everything. It's a tragic situation, one that will need our prayers and our support for many years to come. Tear Fund have produced a prayer PowerPoint which helps us to gain an insight into the devastation that the people are facing. And we're going to have a little look at that now. Thanks, Charlie. So this is their PowerPoint for their Indonesia Tsunami Appeal. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. That is where their motivation comes from, to helping uh, people on the ground and people in crisis. So there are some quite disturbing pictures, not of people, but of the devastation that's happened to to their city. Friday, 20th of December, as we know, a powerful earthquake struck Indonesia, and it led to a six metre high tsunami hitting the city of Palu. That is Palu. Thank you. As I was saying, more than 1,400 people confirmed dead, probably going to rise 
and the devastation of that picture of everything just being wiped out is, is just quite astounding. No homes or hospitals, hotels, shops, no airport that was functioning. And that's just a picture. That was a road going through the city, just completely collapsed. You can see how difficult it is um, to get through, to get to these places, to try and help at all. I think that was one of the biggest problems. So they're working with the churches on the ground. They're trying to give them food blankets, temporary shelters. You've got children separated from their families. I mean, it's just desperate, isn't it? It's just awful. So tear funds are determined to press through to follow where Jesus, follow Jesus where the need is greatest. And we believe, we believe too as Christians with tear funds that through him we can shine hope even in the most desperate situations. I wonder if we all might gather together and say this prayer together. Father God, we pray for the people of Indonesia. We lift up to you the families hit by this latest devastating earthquake and tsunami. Comfort those who have lost loved ones and homes and help to heal and restore injured people. Strengthen and guide the search and rescue teams so that they can help people in greatest needs and be with Tear Fund's partners and church networks as they respond at this crucial time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. But we don't have to look too far afield to see injustice and need. We have it on our doorstep. Perhaps not in the same way, in the shape of an earthquake or a tsunami, but we have real human need just the same. About 18 months ago, I was inspired by some members of this congregation, um, Darren and John Wallace, amongst others, to go along to Footsteps. Now, Footsteps is a drop-in centre open on Sunday evenings and on Christmas Day, and their aim is to reach out to the homeless and the needy people of Guildford. I don't know quite what I expected when I turned up, I didn't know what sort of people there would be. I didn't know how many people there would be. To be honest, if I thought about it, I hadn't seen that many homeless people in Guildford. I must admit, I was a bit nervous about what I might find. Well, there were quite a few who came, aged from late teens to to 60, 70-year-olds, men and women, mainly men, though, Um, And they can serve up to about 40 meals uh, a week there. Two-thirds are regulars, so they come, it's in their, it's in their diaries, but you know what I mean. They know that it takes place, they turn up. They come as far afield from Cranley. So I live in Cranley, and some of the people I see walking around Cranley, I also see on a Sunday evening. Um, Other people just drop in, and they get to hear about it. It just really surprised me that there was this need in Guildford, a hidden need but under our noses. Um, I decided to become a regular volunteer, so on a rotor, I rock up once every six weeks and, and help them um, serve food. Another need that um, has also really surprised me is the really big need that, that we have in this area for food banks. As I look back on my fussy eating habits, 
Well, actually, embarrassingly, not really looking back, but I'm still really quite fussy. Um, I'm filled with gratitude that my fridge is never empty. My cupboards always have food in them. Admittedly, it might be mainly chocolate or biscuits. But for families that, that live near us, they don't have that, and it's not their normal. When our, within our communities are families that we know of that are in dire need. Families who can't give their children breakfast before school. They can't give them tea when they get home. And there aren't treats in their cupboards. Back in 1997, Carol and Paddy Henderson saw this need, so they set up the Trussell Trust, which operates the food banks. And we're going to watch just a short clip that explains a little bit more of what they do. People tell me that we saved their lives, and I think, oh, we just gave you some food. And they say, no, you saved my life. I was thinking of killing myself, because you don't understand the despair, the shame. We can't pay the rent, you can't feed your kids, and then you guys gave me some food. We provide nutritionally balanced food sufficient for three days minimum and it's all the things that you would need so that you can provide breakfast, lunch and dinner for yourself and the other people that are dependent on you. The people come in, they meet with food bank volunteers who talk to them a bit about their needs, provide them with a hot meal there and then, just sympathise with them in, in the difficulty they're going through. Every item of food has been donated by people in the local community. We engage with schools, with businesses, with churches. The whole message is, would you help your hungry neighbour? We get lots of feedback from clients. They tell us, it's the first place I've been where people didn't judge me. Hundreds of social workers, church pastors, probation officers have sent their clients with vouchers to food banks. And it's for two adults and four children, isn't it? Our vision is really straightforward. We want to see a food bank in every community in this country. By 2015-16, we'll be mobilising more than 5 million people to do food banks. So that's 5 million people getting involved in the local communities. And the lead has been taken by churches up and down the nation. <laughs> There are 428 food banks in England, and last summer they supplied over 205,000 emergency family supplies for food. 74,000 of those went to children. As a church, we already collect for the food banks. And as was mentioned in the clip, it's churches like ours that are at the forefront of raising awareness for this need. So this harvest, our collection, will be taken to the Guildford Food Banks. And thank you very, very much for all your donations that you've brought in. It's going to make a huge difference. So harvest is a time to stop. It's a time to look around us, to become aware of God's provision for us, and to be thankful.
but it can also give us the opportunity not only to think about it and to think about others less fortunate than ourselves, but to actively help those in need, whether they're on our doorstep or further afield. Colin's story from a couple of weeks ago has really resonated with me and stayed with me, and uh, it seems particularly relevant this week, so I hope you don't mind if I repeat it. Copyright Colin. So, Jesus returns to heaven and is greeted with joy by the angels. And the angels look down on earth and they say to him, So, Master, what's your plan for making sure the work of your kingdom continues? And Jesus points down to his disciples, still gazing upward and says, You see those people? You see those people there? That's my plan. And there's a bit of a pause. And the angels say, um, what's your other plan? And Jesus says, I have no other plan. By getting involved, even in a small way, we can show how living differently can make a difference. Let us pray. Father God, as we look around us, we see all that you have graciously given, our families, our friends and our food. We thank you so much for all that you have given us and ask that you would help us to actively seek out those in need, place them on our hearts and propel us into action for the sake of your kingdom. Amen.